0: Hello, this is R.J. Deacon, reading the Supreme Court of the United States opinion in Alaska versus Wright, on petition for writ of certiorari to the United States Court of Appeals for the Ninth Circuit. If you'd uh, like to put a little gas in my motorcycle so I can get to my public defender internship this summer, please stay tuned to the end of the podcast. Uh, This was decided April 26, 2021, and it's a per curiam opinion. In 2009, an Alaska jury convicted Sean Wright of 13 counts of sexual abuse of a minor. See State versus Wright. Wright finished serving his sentence in Alaska in 2016, and shortly thereafter moved to Tennessee. Once there, he failed to res- register as a sex offender as required by federal law. See the Sex Offender Registration and Notification Act. Wright pleaded guilty to one count of failure to register. See 18 U.S.C. Section 22. 20- 250a and ultimately received a sentence of time served along with 5 years of supervised release see uh, United States versus Wright judgment during the course of those federal proceedings Wright filed a petition for writ of habeas corpus in the United States District of District Court for the District of Alaska pursuant to 28 USC sections 2241 and 2254 He argued that the Alaska Supreme Court had unreasonably applied clearly established federal law when it denied his Sixth Amendment claims and affirmed his 2009 state conviction and sentence. The district court denied the motion on the threshold ground that Wright was not in custody pursuant to the judgment of a state court, that's Section 2254A. Noting that a proper motion under Section 2254A requires more than being in custody somewhere, the court reasoned that the Proper procedure for Wright to challenge his current federal custody would be a motion filed in the Eastern District of Tennessee, pursuant to Section or er, twenty-eight U.S.C. Section twenty-two fifty-five. The Court of Appeals reversed, in its view, Wright's state conviction was a necessary predicate to his federal conviction, um, quoting Co versus Idaho so Wright was in fact in custody pursuant to the judgment of a state court. The panel declined to assess the district court's view that Section 2255 rather than Section 2254 provided the proper route for Wright to challenge his current custody. One judge concurred and asserted that Section 2254 was the proper mechanism because Wright is not attacking the constitutionality of his federal conviction for failing to register as a sex offender in Tennessee he is collaterally attacking the constitutionality of his predicate Alaska conviction for sexual abuse of a minor. The Court of Appeals clearly erred. Section 2254A permits a federal court to entertain an application for a writ of habeas corpus on behalf of a person in custody pursuant to the judgment of a state court. That's uh, Melling versus Cook? We held that a habeas petitioner does not remain in custody under a conviction after the sentence imposed for it has fully expired, merely because of the possibility that the prior conviction will be used to enhance the sentences imposed for any subsequent crimes of which he is convicted. Um, Same case at 492. Uh, Also see at 490 noting the in-custody requirement appears in both section 2241c3 and 2254a. It made no difference, we said, that the possibility of a prior conviction enhancement had materialized for the habeas petitioner in that case. When the second sentence is imposed, it is pursuant to the second conviction that the petitioner is incarcerated and is therefore in custody that Wright's state conviction served as a predicate for his federal conviction thus did not render him in custody pursuant to the judgment of a state court under Section 2254A. If Wright's second conviction had been for a state crime, he independently could have satisfied Section 2254A's in-custody requirement. See Lackawanna County District Attorney versus Koss. Though his ability to attack the first conviction by that means would have been limited, see the same case at 402-404, to 404. Wright could not satisfy Section 2254A on that independent basis for the simple reason that his second judgment was entered by a federal court. We expressed no view on the other theories Wright advanced before the district court for meeting the requirements of Section 2254A. We grant the petition for a writ of certiorari, vacate the judgment of the United States Court of Appeals for the Ninth Circuit, and remand the case to that court for further proceeding Consistent with this opinion. It is so ordered. And again, that's a procurium opinion. And uh, if you'd like to support me or the podcast, see the PayPal link in the show notes, find me on Patreon, or contact me at Rhodes Scholar 80 at gmail.com. That's R O A D S and the number 80. Thank you.